You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are talking about the series Beyond Signs and we are talking about the miracles, the mga miracles po na ginawa ni Jesus. Uh, some commentators believe that uh, it ended up uh, on the raising of the, on, on the resurrection of Jesus, but uh, some believe that it's, it ended on the raising of the body of uh, Lazarus. So yun po yung seven sign, yung iba eight sign, raising of the body of Jesus from the grave. Yun po yung pinaka ultimate miracle and uh, fi- the miracle that uh, John uh, documented in his uh, book in the gospel. And so, but today we are going to talk about uh, another uh, miracle that Jesus did when he fed the uh, 5,000. I'll be going into details later as we read that along the way. John chapter 6, verses 1 to 15. I'm going to read from uh, the passage, especially from the ESV, and the subheading is Jesus feeds the 5,000. After this, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. Now, the Sea of Galilee, ang ibang name po sa kanya is Sea of Tiberias. And the Sea of Tiberias is uh, named after uh, Claudius. Uh, this is actually Ti- Tiberius, no? Emperor Tiberius. So, and the large crowd was following him because they saw the signs that he was doing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain and there he sat down with his disciples. So, he went up to the mountain, dumuna siya, while, you know, uh, looking uh, below, there's a lot of people uh, who are there. And probably, hindi lang to 5,000, but there's a lot more. And I'll be explaining on that in a few moments. Now, the fa- Passover, the feast of the Jews, was at hand. Lifting up his eyes and then, and seeing that a large crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? He said, to, he said this to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread would not be enough for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they for so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the man sat down, about 5,000 in number. Jesus then took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. So also the fish, as much as they wanted. And when they had eaten their fill, he told his disciples, Gather up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they said, This is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. Perceiving then that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, Jesus withdrew again to the mountain by himself. Let us pray. Lord, thank you so much, God, for the reading of your word. We pray that you'll bless the reading of your word, and allow your Holy Spirit to teach us this morning. We pray that we will not leave this place unchanged. And we ask, Lord, that this will not just be another kind of message, but this will be a message wherein we will know you more. And at the same time, allow this to be so relevant, Lord, in our lives, that our lives, Lord, will reflect Jesus Christ. Thank you so much, Lord. We pray, Lord, these things in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Speaking about uh, the this uh, story about the 5,000, when Jesus Christ uh, fed them, well, Jesus is very much compassionate and he cared for the people so much that he doesn't want them to be hungry. And notice that the writer focused on the number of the men. Normally, kasi sa mga 
sa mga gospel writers or sa kultura ng mga Hudyo, they normally focus on the men. Kasi patriarchal po sila. So when they counted the number, the number of the men are 5,000. That does not include the women. So if you add the women, lalabas mga 10,000 po yon. And sabi ng mga ibang commentator, if they also include the children, most probably it is not just 11,000, but probably 20 to 25,000. And knowing the Jews, they wanted to have many children because for them, many children means you know a lot of blessing. So probably 20 to 25,000, but conservatively, probably 11,000 or 12,000. But then again, that's still a huge number. Napakalaki. Mabutin lang, meron isang, meron isang Pilipino, ang pangalan niya, boy. No? Uh, yung boy po na yun, uh, talagang asin, ano, boy, likang halito. Okay, so, may dalang, ano, may dalang tinapay at may dalang isda. So, siya yung ginamit ng Panginoon. But anyway, um, before I uh, jump into that, many people just went there because their focus is really for them to be fed physically. So, lumalabas, ang habo lang nila, mapakain, and then, ang mangyari is that ma-feed lang sila. But there's more to that. Hindi lang yung pagkain na physical ang gustong ipakita ng Panginoon, but it's really more on the spiritual side. And as we go along, we will understand that it's really beyond the signs because the signs is really the miracle with that Jesus Christ shown to the people that when He fed that more than 5,000 people, hindi po, hindi po uh, biro yung magpakain ka ng liman libo at lalong-lalo na hindi biro ang i- mag-multiply ka ng bread at ng fish. So it's really a, a miracle. And this, this 5,000 uh, feeding, yung pag-feed po ng 5,000, it only happened, it was only recorded in the book of John. Kasi sa book ni Mark, nag-record din po siya ng another, in another occasion, mga 4,000 naman ang feed ni Jesus doon. He multiplied as well the fish and even the bread. And since the people are focusing so much on the physical, but there's more than the that this is more than the physical in itself. Many people tend to fill their longings with physical things in this world. Focus nila puro pang physical lang. Akala nila ang makakapag bigay lang ng I would say satisfaction is just the physical things. Like for example, uh, many people tend to think that money can give them satisfaction or that feeling that, that longingness in their heart nakapagalimbaw na fill up ng pera then it will be okay people tend to go to casino for example if they have the money like they, they spend so much thousands upon thousands hundreds of thousands even millions and I know of some people because I, I was able to talk to a person who worked in a casino before and kinuwento niya sa akin yung buhay po ng mga taong nagpupunta po sa ganitong klaseng uh, casino as in, you, you, you can just probably see people being happy kapag halimbawang sila ay naglalagay ng mga uh, pera sa mga games na ito, slot machine or whatever. They are very much happy. Pero ang hindi natin nakikita, yung mga buhay na naapektuhan because of their addiction towards this. And sometimes houses are being sold. And sometimes there are times wherein uh, their car are being sold without the knowledge, without even the wife knowing about it, without even the spouse knowing about it, without even the children knowing na wala na pala silang pera because of this. Dahil they thought that it can really feel their satisfaction. And also, in, in, in some cases, meron pong mga nagpapakamatay dahil sa, sa sobrang addiction, hindi nila malaman kung paano, saan sila kukuha ng pera para mabayaran yung utang. 
and nakakalungkot. They thought that money can really fill their longing. There are people also who fills their longing with possession. Akala na pagka malaki ang bahay nila, again, I have nothing against huge houses, I have nothing against, you know, uh, brand new cars. My point here is that if you feel like you can fill up your longing with such huge possessions and such grandeur uh, houses or even yung mga mamahaling bagay, then you are missing the point because may hangganan po ito. Hindi po yan kaya. Uh, hindi po kayang ipasok ng mga bagay na yan yung, yung ating puso i-fill up para hindi tayo maglulong pa ng iba. And in fact, wala pong, ano yan, wala pong katapusan yan. You will, you will still not find any contentment Kapag halimbawa meron kayong bago, pag na-compare niyo sarili niyo sa ibang mga tao na meron pong bago, and there are times where you will say, naku, luma na to. Gusto ko yung bago uli kasi yung isang kaibigan ko may bagong ganito. Parang cellphone yan eh. Kapag halimbawa meron kang cellphone ngayon na bago, and then eventually na-upgrade, pag may nakita kang kaibigan mo na bagong cellphone na mas bago kaya sa sayo, syempre sasabihin mo, luma na to, I will now get another phone para mapantayan yung iba. But the point here is that, if you feel like, if you think that that very thing can fill up the longing in your heart, hindi ka kayanin. Kaya nga, don't even look at those things. But always look unto the Lord. There are also people who tend to fill up their longing with position. Naakala na pag nasa position sila, kayang ma-fill up yung longing na yun. Kapag they are already the manager or the CEO of the company. But once na maalis sila sa position, once they are removed from the position, once something happened to them, at pag naalis sila, then doon tayo magkakasubukan. Tingnan natin kung halimbawang okay pa buhay mo. But when your life is not already the same, kapag halimbawang wala ka sa position na yun, at ang tingin mo sa sarili mo, parang uh, insecure ka na, and you feel like you are nobody, then something is wrong. Ang security mo nandoon sa position. Ang security mo nandoon sa kung saan ka ngayon. People tend to also look at that. People also tend to fill their longing with relationships. Yung mga tinatawag na false relationship or not right. Relationships that are not right. Na kala mo, that person can fill up your longing dahil lang sa nandiyan siya. O kaya, you tend to uh, be together and yet you are not married and you're living under one roof. Then you think that that person can fill up your longing. I mean, you can do that. And there will be a time wherein that person will surely fail you. I, I, uh, I'm uh, chatting with this person, and this person is narrating to me yung kanyang buhay as a single person that she thought na akala niya uh, yung mga lalaki sa buhay niya could actually feel that longing in her heart. And lumilipat siya from one relationship to another. And she thought that being intimate with a person uh, who is not, a spouse would really fill up that kind of longing. And she still finds herself really crying and so depressed. Talagang matindi pa rin yung kanyang depression at yung kanyang kalungkutan dahil hindi kaya eh. Because hindi, niya, hindi tama yung ginagawa niya. That's why if you're thinking that relationship can fill up your longing, then we are wrong. Because no person can actually fill our, fill our heart. It's only the Lord who can do that. Don't even think that your spouse or your children can fill up that longing in your heart. Don't think about that. Hindi po kaya at hindi uubra na ang ating mga mahal sa buhay can fill up the longing in our heart. It's only Jesus Christ who can fill the longing in our heart. Because if you think that these people can, then isang one flick of a finger 
And if they are gone, pag bumagsak po ang ating mundo dahil po sa isang tao, ibig sabihin nun, ang niluluhuran po natin hindi ang Diyos, kundi ang taong niluluhuran natin. That is why Blaise Pascal has something to say about that. Sabi niya, there is a God-shaped vacuum in the heart of every man which cannot be filled by any created thing, but only by God, the Creator, made known through Jesus Christ. It's only Him who can fill up that longing. Let's find our, let's find our fulfillment in Jesus Christ first. And you will really see that you, when you find your fulfillment in Him, hindi po tayo maglalong ng anything else in this world. Because itong buhay po na to, there is more to this life. God did not just give us eternal life. He gave us a life that is abundant. May mga Krisyano na akala nila, eh, eternal life lang ang binigay ng Panginoon. Who among you here has yung alam na alam mo na hindi ka titingin muna sa paligid kung marami nagtataas ang kamay, that you really have eternal life. Taas mo ang kamay mo kung sigurado kami eternal life ka. Huwag kang titingin sa katabi mo, ha? Yon. Gusto ko yung talagang asin sigurado ka. Talaga pag nagtaas ang kamay, talaga sigurado talagang meron ka eternal life. There are people who, are, who have eternal life, but there are also, it's also a reality, this is also a fact, fact po ito, na may eternal life sila, but however, they are not living this kind of abundant life. Talunan po sila, defeated po sila. Hindi po sila victorious sa kanilang buhay bilang Kristiyano. Kristiyano sila, they have a relationship with Jesus Christ, but however, duguan po sila sa kanilang buhay po rito sa mundong ito. And there are Christians who are like that. I'm sure you know some people who are like that. But the Lord Jesus Christ doesn't want us to, of course, live that kind of life. And many people also tend to only be Christian kasi ang tingin nila kay Lord, yung, kunyari, katulad ng mga taong yun na, na sumusunod kay Lord, they follow Him because they can get something from the Lord. Ang dating kay Lord, ang dating pala no, ni Lord sa kanila, Panginoon, hindi Panginoon. Panginoon, Lord, Panginoon. Kasi they just wanted to fulfill something in them. Yung bread, yung physical bread. Ang tingin nila, parang bangko lang si Lord. Gusto nila yung meron lang nakukuha. And then, once na nakuha yon maligaya. Pag hindi nakuha, wala. Parang, eh Lord, ayoko na sa'yo. Hindi mo na binibigay yung, ano, yung gusto ko. Eh. So, Panginoon ang dating. But there are also Christian believers who tend to look past through the signs. Yung they understand that even though they are millionaires, hindi mo makikita yung pagiging material nila. Because they understand why they, play, they became millionaires and they understand that they are not looking unto those temporal things around them. They look past, through, or beyond those temporal things or material things in this world. Like for example, alam ko marami sa inyo, familiar po kayo dito sa uh, pangalang ito lalo na ang mga, especially yung mga, mga babae, kung mahilig kayo sa cosmetics, okay? magugulta ko kapag yung asawa nyo ang naging mahilig po rito. Kasi Mary Kay Ash, no? Mary Kay Ash is an American businesswoman and founder of Mary Kay Cosmetics. Now, this is what she said. Sabi niya, my priorities have always been God first, family second, career third. I found that when I put my life in this order, everything seems to work out. God was my first priority early in my career when I was struggling to make ends meet. Now, imagine that. A multimillionaire lady who understands that he should not look at the temporal things in this world, but he understands that God should be her priority. Naintindihan niya yon. Hindi siya na bibigahani ng mga material na bagay. Meron dahilan kung bakit siya binibless ng Panginoon. Ito pong magkapatid na to, they are twins, no? Twins po sila, and 
these two guys are twins, si David and Jason Benham. David and Jensen, Jason Benham are owners of Benham Real Estate Group. Nasa reality show TV po sila before. And hindi sila nag-compromise sa kanilang belief at sa kanilang Christian conviction. Kaya nga sila na-kick out kaagad. But however, this is what they said, no? if we don't see our work as worship, then we'll fail to worship the very God who made us to work in the first place. Imagine, seeing their work as worship for the Lord. And I believe, nag-ugat po ito, ito yung sinabi na sa second statement nila, nag-ugat ito dahil sa pamilya nila, sobra yung tatay nila, na tinuruan po sila. Sabi niya, sabi nila, our dad raised us not be businessmen or even athletes. He raised us to be biblical thinkers. Ang galing ng role ng dad nila. Dad, mga tatay, kung ito po ang ginagawa po natin sa ating mga anak at kung ito yung gagawin natin sa ating mga anak, I tell you, you have given them that kind of, of life that is living beyond the life that we have here in this world. Ito po yung buhay na totoo. That is why I really uh, commend you know, their dad for doing that. And the same thing as well for us, may mga anak po tayo. Huwag natin isipin, oh, okay yung ano eh, okay yung magbibigyan ng, ng ano, ng baon every week. Bibigyan mo siya ng 5,000 per week na baon. Eh, walang problema na yun. Kung baga, it's up to you kung gusto mo bigyan yun. Okay? Kung kaya mo naman, nasa sa'yo. Pero I hope na you, you understand na hindi po yun ang talagang focus mo. Hindi yun. But really, it's the life after, I mean, it's, the, it's more than the life that we live here. When was the last time that you really sat down with your children and talked to them about Jesus Christ? Kailan yung last time na pinag-usapan mo si Jesus? O kung wala doon yung si, si daddy, eh si mami lang ang nandoon. Ikaw, mami, kailan mo ba pinag-usapan si Jesus sa buhay ng mga anak mo? Kailan? Kailan mo, ba, kailan mo ba sila tinipon sa table, tapos binuksan mo yung Bible mo, at binigyan mo sila ng isang talagang totoong lesson tungkol sa buhay? Kailan mo last na ginawa yun? Na yung mga anak mo, matatandaan nila yan pagdating ng araw. Na hindi lang yung tipong pagkahalimbawang ang mga anak mo lumaki, ang matatandaan nila ay si mami ano, nagbibigyan ng baon niya palagi. Nagpe-prepare. Oo, oh, okay yun. Okay, nagpe-prepare ng manok, nagpe-prepare ng, uh, hindi pala manok yung fried chicken, nagpe-prepare ng ula mo kapag alimang lunch. No problem about that. But however, when, when, will they remember that you really sat down with them and talk about the real life? Yung principle ng, ng kung paano mabuhay sa mundong ito. There's another guy, I believe, that um, we also can really uh, uh, learn from him. And this guy's name is David Green. Si David Green po ay isang owner po na tinatawag na Hobby Lobby. He's an American businessman, philanthropist, and the founder of Hobby Lobby with 600 stores and 23,000 employees worldwide ang kanyang hinahandle. And this is what he said, when Hobby Lobby was created in the early 1970s, I was committed to use profits to help ministry work. Imagine that kind of life that is really living that life that God wants him to be. Hindi lang, hindi niya nakikita ang pera na parang puro pakabig sa kanya. Nakikita niya na hindi, may purpose kung bakit. Ito yung totoong buhay. This is what real living is all about. This is what abundant living is all about. This is what full life is all about. Living for the Lord. And, and for sure, that they understood this fully. Alam nila na kaya sila binibless ng Panginoon kasi dahil may purpose yung kanilang buhay dito sa mundong ito. Hindi lang puro papunta sa kanila. Unfortunately, the people who are following the Lord Jesus Christ, ang habo lang nila yung tinapay. 
hindi nila nakikita na meron pa palang mas matindi pa paroon kaysa sa tinapay, yung tinapay ng buhay. Mark chapter 8, 36-37 says, For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? What does it profit a man? O sige, kunin mo na lahat ng bagay sa mundong ito. Pero nakatulong ba yan sa, sa iyong kaluluwa? Nakatulong ba yan sa iyong, uh, sa iyong soul, sa iyong intellect, emotion, and will na dapat naka-align sa Panginoon? Did it really help you? Did it really help you to understand who is? Meron ka bang uh, na, nakita na difference sa buhay mo? To the point that it really, your life really honor the Lord? For what can a man give in return for his soul? Nothing. You can't really give anything in return to your soul. That is why it's very important for us to understand what real life is beyond the science. What is real life beyond the science? Ano ba talaga yung totoong buhay beyond the miracles that we are receiving? Ano ba yun? It's good for us, of course, to ask the Lord for things that we need. Lord, I ask, Lord, that you will heal me. Lord, I ask that you will provide for all our needs. Lord, I ask that you will take care of my children. Lord, I ask that you will take care of my future. There's nothing wrong with that. But when the Lord steps in and does a miracle, I hope that it will not end up in the miracle in itself. But you will always see beyond the miracles. And beyond the miracles, this is what real life is. Real life has full satisfaction in Christ alone. That is real life. Unless we understand that, that full satisfaction lies on Christ alone, then we are not living that real kind of life. In the scripture, it says in John 6, 5 to 7, lifting up his eyes then and seeing that a large crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, where are we to buy bread? Philip is asking the Lord Jesus Christ because he is already wondering where can we buy a bread to feed these people because there's a lot of them. Napakarami nila. San tayo bibili ng tinapay para sa kanila? Dahil sa mga oras na to, imposible na para mag-prepare tayo. It's impossible already for us to prepare. Where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? Now, in verse 6, it says, He said this to test him. He said this. Okay, Jesus said this to test Philip for Jesus himself knew what he would do. He already understands what he will do. But this is just a test for Philip in order for Philip to understand that people must see beyond the physical bread. And Philip should know that. But however, Philip did not pass the test because Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread would not be enough for each of them to get a little. So Philip focused only so much on the physical. But of course, Jesus wanted him to understand it's not just about the bread. I can in fact create a bread to multiply it, but it's more than the bread in itself. The scripture is clear when it says also in the same chapter, in the same chapter in verse 27, do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life. Huwag kailangan magtatrabaho sa mga bagay na alam natin may hangganan. But we have to work for the food that endures to eternal life. And what is that food which the Son of Man will give to you? For on Him, God the Father has set His seal. Dr. Albert Barnes comment on this passage. Ang ginawa niya, in-expound niya po ito in order for us to understand. This is what he said about that food. The supply of your spiritual wants, that which supports and nourishes and strengthens the soul. That is, 
should, that should be our focus. Hindi yung physical lang, but the food that will endure forever. Notice that the Lord Jesus Christ said that we should not live by bread alone, but by the Word of God, every Word of God. Hindi po tayo na, na, nabubuhay sa tinapay lang. Hindi tayo nabubuhay kung Pilipino tayo nandito sa Pilipinas, hindi tayo nabubuhay sa kanin lang. Kailangan po natin ang salita ng Panginoon. This will actually fill our satisfaction as well. Remember, Jesus Christ is the Word of God. Kung hindi tayo babalik po rito sa salita ng Panginoon, darating ang araw, kukulangin po tayo. Magkakaroon po tayo ng longingness. Hindi tayo masasatisfy sa lahat ng mga ginagawa natin. The enemy will try to step in in our life and he will always remind us na kulang pa yan, kulang pa yan, kulang pa yan. Kapag hindi natin naiintindihan na ang salita ng Panginoon, the Word of God is really needed. And at the same time, our heart should be fed, our spirit should be fed by the Word of God. Magkakaroon pa rin tayo ng longiness sa ating buhay. In Mark, another passage in the book of Mark, in Mark chapter 8, verse 8, this is the 4,000 that was fed by Jesus. Ito yung ibang story naman na to. Hindi ito yung 5,000, ito yung 4,000. And they ate and were satisfied. I hope that that will also be, itong mga taong to, they were satisfied kasi ang focus lang nila, their focus is only, of course, the physical bread. But again, it's more than the bread, but it's really more on the spiritual food that God wants us to eat. And I hope that we will feed our soul always with that. Because our longingness and our satisfaction is not found on anything that we can see. Hindi po yung mga bagay na ikita natin. It's actually, of course, the spiritual. And one of those is, of course, the word of the Lord. Only Jesus Christ can feel that kind of longing. The purpose of the enemy is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. John 10.10 10 says, A thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I came so that my sheep will have life. I'm reading from God's Word translation. And so that they will have everything they need. Everything. Life to the full. Abundant life. Yun ang, yun ang, yun ang gusto ng Panginoon sa atin. Ayaw niya maging talunan ka. Ayaw niya na hirap ka sa dinadaanan mo. Gusto niya yung nakangiti ka pa rin habang dumadaan ka sa matindi pagsubok ng buhay mo. Ayaw niya ng aburido ka sa buhay. Kapag halimbawang ikaw ay dumadaan sa difficulties ng buhay mo. Sino rito yung uh, you are going through some trials and difficulties in your life. I mean, you are also going through some testings in your life. Have you tried that? Dumaan ba tayo roon? O ako lang mag-isa, dumaan roon? Okay? Many of us, I believe. But however, the difference is that if you know that Jesus Christ is the one who's handling the things around you, then I tell you, there is really a life that is life to the full. Because life to the full does not mean that it is an absence of problem, an absence of trials and testing. Hindi yon. Ang life to the full is that even though you are going through that kind of testings in your life and difficulties in your life, you can still manage to really be joyful and be glad in your life. Yun ang talagang totoong buhay. Kasi nakangiti ka pa rin talaga. At alam na alam mo na satisfied ka pa rin. Kahit na hindi ka magkaroon ng flat screen na TV, satisfied ka pa rin. Kahit ang TV mo pa rin ay talagang tube pa rin, satisfied ka pa rin. Kahit na uh, yung sasakyan mo ay hindi mo maipantay sa kapitbahay mo na sasakyan, 
Okay? Kasi minsan, pag kung ano yung uh, kotse ng kapitbahay, pag nakita, uh, sweetheart, bili rin tayo nga ng isang dosen ng ganyang klase sa akin. Para bang, uh, para bang kailangan, pantayin mo palagi yung kapitbahay mo pag nakita mong ano, nagpa-park. Tapos ano, parang ano, masyado merong envy okay, sa puso. Compare agad. Buti pa sila. Sweetheart, ano, buti pa sila. Nagpalit na naman ng sasakyan. No? Last month, iba na naman yung sasakyan nila. O ngayon, iba na naman. Tayo, kailan tayo magpapalit. And it is coming from insecurity. It is coming from something na merong envy at saka longing. Pero of course, if you have your husband and wife with you, wag mong papalitan yan. Kasi yan talaga forever yan. Okay? Hindi pwede. Sweetheart, oh, nagpalit siya ng ano, asawa. Oh. Okay? O ganon. Okay? Wag. Hindi ko lang. Okay? So the Lord already gave you your spouse that until uh, until the last breath siya yung asawa mo okay wag mo siyang ano you have to stand with that person beside you the point is that you will be satisfied in everything there's there why because the lord jesus christ gave us that satisfaction and you you cannot find that in the things around you you can find that in your possession it is a spirit who gives life john 663 it is a spirit who gives life the flesh is no help at all it says there, the words that I've spoken to you are spirit and life. That's why speaking about the spirit, it is really more of the spirit, not the, not the physical world, not the material, material world. And that's one thing that we can really uh, tell the others, na bakit kaya kahit na wala ka, maligaya ka pa rin? Kasi alam mo kung sino yung naghahandle ng kinabukasan mo. Alam mo kung sino yung naghahandle ng buhay mo. Alam mo na hindi dito ang kaligayahan mo. Hindi, ano, it's not found in there. That is what real life is all about. It is not about the, the, the things that you have. It is not the thing that people have. It is not the thing that you possess. But it's about Jesus Christ. It's about what He gave us. This is what really gives us full satisfaction. And you cannot, you cannot turn away from the Lord. In fact, wala ka na ibang pupuntahan. The things in this world has a limit. May hangganan ito. Pag narating mo yung hangganan na yon, if you, if you already are in that kind of limit, then there's no way to turn to except the Lord Jesus Christ. Darating ang araw. A person who does not look at Jesus and a person who has no Jesus and he puts his longing and full satisfaction, quote-unquote, in that particular thing, there will be a time na pupunta, pupunta rin siya kay Lord. Because even the apostles even experienced that. Sabi nga ng mga apostles, Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? That's found in John 6, 68-69. Quoting from God's Word translation, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. You have the words of eternal life. Kanina pa kami pupunta. Wala na kaming pupuntahan. Ikaw lang ang aming pupuntahan. Wala na tayong ibang pupuntahan. Dead end lahat ang punta natin kay Jesus pa rin. That is why full satisfaction really lies on the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. Kaya napakapalad po ng mga tumanggap sa Panginoon. Yung mga tumanggap po sa Panginoon and they have received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I tell you, that is a thing that we want to thank the Lord for because it is not measured by the things of this world. It is not measured by the possession of this world. Again, I have nothing against of course, material things. But however, I hope that we are not, we will not place our satisfaction on the things around us. Speak about uh, real, okay, or, or uh, uh, real satisfaction, real life has genuine rest in Christ alone. Ang, ang totoong kapahingahan ay matatagpuan lamang sa Panginoon. John chapter 6 verse 10 says, Jesus said, have the people sit down. 
Now, I'd like to focus on the word sit down. Okay? Now, you are now uh, seated. And Jesus Christ noticed that they are already tired and they need to rest and they have to sit, of course. Now, when I check the word sit, the literal rendering for the word sit in, another, in the Greek is to lie back. Now, what do I mean by to lie back? Naka-relax. As in, para bang, oh, sige, t- para sinasabi ni Jesus, relax. Okay? Ano lang kayo, kung pa-relax pa- pa- muna yung mga tao. Yung mga taong ito, uh, kailangan uh, naka-relax sila na para bang nakaupo sila sa lazy boy. Parang ganun dating. So, papag-relax muna. Di ba sarap, no? Kapag kaganyan, parang, and that's what it really means. To lie at, at your back. Para naka-taas pa yung kamay mo, naka-relax ka, kasi alam. Okay? Of course, the people have no inkling of an idea that Jesus Christ is already taking care of everything. Jesus Christ is already preparing their food. And you know, that is something that we could relax. And speaking about that kind of relaxation, I hope that we are also relaxed and rested. That the Lord already is doing a lot of things in our life ahead of us. Kaya wag kang matatakot. Wag kang kakabahan sa future mo. Wag kang kakabahan para sa mga anak mo. Don't even get nervous about your own future. Lord, uh, ano mangyari sa akin one year, ten years from now, five years from now? Don't even think about you know, being so scared about your future because the Lord already is planning something ahead of you. You just have to sit back and relax and watch Him move. Hindi watch a movie. Watch Him move. Okay? Watch Him move in your life. Now, the scripture says in John 21, 20, this is something that very, is very insightful because I tried to... Uh, Check this. The words, the word there is to, you know, sit back, okay, and try. It is like you know, relaxing. The same thing also in verse twenty. Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved, and who is that? John. Now it says here, and following them, the one who also leaned back against him during the supper. Now notice, this is there is this apostle who is leaning back. Don't po kay Jesus Christ. Yung lean back na ito, it is also the, the same word which means to lie back. Nakarelax siya kay Jesus. Okay? Imagine nakarelax siya no, kay Jesus. He's rested on the Lord. And while the rest of the apostles, bakit kaya siya ang nilagay, no? siya ang na-document na naka-lean back kay Jesus? Hindi yung mga ibang mga apostle or never two or three, but only him. And notice the difference. Let me quote John chapter 13 and we will see the difference. In John chapter 13, 21 to 26, it says here, After saying these things, Jesus was troubled in his spirit and testified, Truly, truly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Now, when Jesus Christ said this, one of you will betray me, notice the reaction of the apostles. The disciples look at one another, uncertain of whom he spoke. Kung parabang they are already troubled, para nagkakatingin na silang ganon. Sino siya? Para ba sa isip na sino kaya dito ang talagang Judas? Ay, hindi naman ano. Hindi, sino, kasi wala pa palang Judas na ano. Sino ba rito mag-betray? Okay? Sino ba rito mag-betray sa atin? They're looking at each other. They are already troubled. They're already troubled. But however, notice that guy, John, who is leaning at Jesus, relax na relax siya. Walang, ano, walang dating. Kung baga para bang, uh, he's rested, he's fully rested. Even though when Jesus said that, Ano, wala, siyang, wala siyang ginagawa. Kaya nga, tingnan sabi niya rito, verse 23, one of his, his disciples, whom Jesus loved, was reclining at table at Jesus' side. Nakarecline pa talaga. So, Simon Peter, eh, nakita niya, relax na relax tong guy na to, itong si John. Kaya si Peter, hindi mapakali. Sabi niya, 
So Simon Peter motioned to him to ask Jesus. Alam mo yung motion dito? The literal word for this is to nod. Ang ibig sabihin niya, yung parang to signify a nod. Yung parang, yung parang Pilipino, parang ganun eh. Tayo rin, mahilig tayo yung ganun eh. Kapag, di ba, di mo ganun tayo ha? Parang, parang ganun eh si Peter, no? Hindi ko alam, may background ng ano eh, pagiging Pilipino ito eh. Pero he nodded. Yung nod niya, parang ganito yan. Kung lalagyan natin ng word, parang, tanongin mo na si Lord, kung sino. Parang ganun, nagkakaintindihan na sila. Kasi, parang kulang sabihin ni Peter, it's like, puro ka lang, relax, relax dyan, nakarest ka lang kay Jesus. Tanongin mo naman kami dito, nagtitingin na, 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 na nga kami kung sino yung magbebetri sa kanya eh. Ikaw dyan, nakarelax ka pa rin. Now, notice, so when Simon Peter motioned to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking, and this is what the guy said. So that disciple, leaning back against Jesus, said to him, para bang walang kaabagaw, sinabi niya, Lord, who is it? Para sinasabi niya, Lord, sabi mo na nga sa kanila, sino ba talaga? So sobrang free niya na makipag-usap. And that's one good thing. If you are so much rested in the Lord, you can actually say to the Lord anything. Para bang, it's like saying, Lord, I have no client. Lord, I know that you can do something about it. But you are still relaxed and rested in the Lord. Lord, I have a sickness right now, but I know that you are, you are in charge of my body. And I can just, you know, rest in you. You can just ask this kind of question, but and yet this kind of asking will not trouble you. Why? Because you are fully rested on the Lord. And that's what's good. Because you understand that you are resting on he, in Him and fully, fully relaxed in Him. That's why when the Lord heard this, He immediately answered, sumag agad siya. Okay? Yung leaning na yan, it means to take possession of, meaning He understands that He has Jesus Christ in Him. Notice the rest of the apostles, they are so much bewildered and troubled. You know, who's going to betray? Who's going to betray Jesus? But however, this guy is so much enjoying his presence, especially the presence of the Lord. He enjoys it so much. Resting, talking about resting in the Lord. And Jesus responded, It is he to whom I will give this morsel of bread when I have dipped it. In other words, Jesus responded, Kuha niya agad din sagot. That is why speaking about resting, speaking about relaxing in, in the Lord, I can quote Matthew 11:28 and 30 that says, Come to me all who are tired from carrying heavy loads and I will give you rest. Place my yoke over your shoulders. Make this personal. If you are going through some testings in your life and if you think that you are carrying so much heavy load right now, Jesus Christ is telling you, come to me. You come to me if you are tired from carrying heavy loads. And I will give you rest. Place my yoke over your shoulders and learn from me because I am gentle and humble. Then you will find rest for yourself because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Make this so personal to you. And I tell you, immediately, you will be, you, your yoke will be light because somebody is sharing that yoke. It is not just you. But the Lord is the one who's, who's carrying that full burden on him. Ano yung nagpapabigat sa shoulder mo? Yung mga tao sa paligid mo? Ano nagpapabigat sa shoulder mo? Yung trabaho mo? Ano nagpapabigat sa shoulder mo? Yung nararamdaman mo ngayon na sakit? Ano yung nagpapabigat sa shoulder mo? Pastor, kung alam mo lang, asawa ko sobra talaga. Ilagay mo siya sa Panginoon. Sabi mo, Lord, Dalain ko na ang asawa ko ay makasama ko rito sa service one day. Makakilala siya sa inyo. 
and eventually you will really find yourself not struggling, but believing that the Lord will be the one to speak to his heart one day. If it's your children, then let the Lord deal with it and say, Lord, I lay down my children to you. Alam kong you are in charge of my children. You're the one who's going to speak to them. You're going to bring them back once more to you. Because you know why? God wants us to enjoy our rest in Him. The Lord wants you to relax. You just mentioned that word, relax. Lord, help me to relax in you. Can you please remind that person beside you and say, just relax in the Lord. Sabi mo, relax in the Lord. Relax in the Lord. Okay? Ang sarap, no? Kapag mo nag-relax ka sa Panginoon, may kita mo na, ano, it takes away the burden. It takes away the things. It takes away the cares. Kaya wag kang mag-alala. The Lord is already handling that. Last point is that real life has inner peace. We also have, we have life, we have, of course, rest, and we have peace. Real life has inner peace in Christ alone. Now notice in this passage, and I'll be ending this, and when they had eaten their fill, he told his disciples, gather up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost. Now what the Lord Jesus Christ did, of course, is to gather the leftover fragments because Jesus Christ Everything matters to the Lord. He's a, he's a good steward, especially with regards, of course, to the things. Uh, and we're talking of food. And the people has no idea that the Lord is already gathering this food for them. And I believe that this food will not be wasted, but this food will be also be used for other people as well. Kung hindi natin alam na si Lord, He's already gathering you know, the things that we need in order for us to use. Meron pong ginagawa ang Panginoon. When I check the word gather, this is also the same word na binanggit sa Matthew chapter 6.26. Look at the birds of the air, they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Nakita na ba kayo ng mga ibong mayan na kumpul-kumpul? Ano, tayo atwit? Mag, mag, ano tayo ng ano, anong pagkain ha? Wala. No, wala kayo nakita ng ganon. Sige, sino rito yung pinakain niyo po yung maya sa labas ng bahay niyo for the next seven days? Wala. Si Lord lang gumagawa palagi. Wala kayo nakitang isang mayang bigla lang hinimatay dahil nagutom. Wala. Wala. As in talaga, sobrang hindi talaga ng pag-alaga ng Panginoon sa mga mayang ito. At ano eh, and sabi nito, and yet your heavenly Father feeds or nourish, support, nurture them. Are you not of more value or worth than they? You are much more valuable than these birds. You are much more valuable than these creatures. Kasi napakahalaga, napakahalaga. No? You are so much valuable in the eyes of the Lord. And come to think of it, why? Because you are, you, have, you are connected with the Lord. You have a relationship with the Lord. Alam mo, mga Maya, wala pong relationship yan kay Lord. Nakakita na ba kayo ng Maya nagka-quiet time sa Panginoon? Wala. Why? Kasi wala silang spirit. Tayo lang ang may spirit. We can connect ourselves with the Lord. That's what's good. And the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, used that illustration. Again, speaking about this kind of inner peace, we have that kind of inner peace in us because the Lord is gathering already everything for our need. Our need, not our wants. Not just for our desire, but what the Lord desires for us. Remember, Proverbs 22 says, the wealth of sinners is stored away for a righteous person. Galing, ano? So habang kahit na alam mo, ano ginagawa niya, yung mga wealth na mga hindi manalampalataya, iniipo na niyan para sa mga righteous. Eh, sino rito yung righteous? Who among you here are righteous? Okay? Kapag nagtaas ka ng kamay, para sa'yo yung sinasabi rito. Okay? Uh, uulit niyo sa pastor, pwede pakaulit, hindi ko narinig. Okay? Who among you here are righteous? 
Well, the Lord is already preparing something for you. That's why you have to have that inner peace because the Lord knows already what you need. The Lord knows already what you need ahead. God is already going ahead of us. He is already gathering a lot of things for us. And I believe that, of course, is very, very important for us to understand. There's life beyond this life. And this is not just a life that we are living here, but there is a purpose, of course, why we are living in this life. John 14, 27, let me just quote this as my last uh, verse. Peace I live with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Let not your hearts be troubled. Can you please remind the person beside you, let not your hearts be troubled. Let not your hearts be troubled, okay? Hindi, hindi yung peace be with you. Hindi yun, ha? Hindi, hindi yung peace be with you. Hindi yun. Let not your hearts be troubled muna tayo. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. You know why? Because God already gave us that inner peace in our hearts. The Lord is already taking care of everything. Remember, ang sarap pong mabuhay sa mundong ito na alam mo kung sino yung in charge ng ating buhay. Ang sarap po. And that is really abundant life. That is really a life to the full. A lot of people out there are worrying. A lot of people out there are afraid. A lot of people out there are anxious, especially as to where they can get all the things that they need here in this world. Alam niyo ba, again, this is, I have nothing against the rich people, of course. Uh, I mean, we, we believe that it's a blessing for us to be provided. But however, may mga tao na may kaya nga sila, may pera nga sila, they have billions of money in the bank, pero araw-araw, worried sila dahil hindi nila alam, baka mamaya yung billion nila ay bumaba ng million at namumoblema pa sila. Pero sa atin, kahit na wala pa, rin, wala pa tayo sa billion na yon, nakangiti pa rin tayo. At alam natin na si Lord, He is in charge of our life. He's in charge of our very life because this is really living our life to the full. Can we give, give God the praise right now? Jesus Christ died for us more than 2,000 years ago and we would like to remember that. The reason, the reason is that there's a tendency for us to forget. And may this be a reminder for us, not just, of course, of what Jesus Christ did on the cross, but at the same time, this will also remind us of the real life that we should live, the rest that we have in Him. Let us pray. Lord, thank you so much, God, for, again, this bread that serves to remind us of what you did on the cross 2,000 years ago. Lord, thank you so much for your love. Thank you because when you died for us, it shows, Lord, that you really love us. And Lord, it is, Lord God, my prayer that we will always focus on you, the author and the finisher of our faith. Lord, you also said that by your stripes we are healed. And if some of us, Lord, here are experiencing, Lord, sickness and disease, Lord, step in. If you need prayer in that area, if you are sick right now, if you, have, if you are suffering from pain, can you please raise up your hand and we would like to pray for you. Lord, some of us, Lord, are having, Lord God, this kind of sickness. And I believe, Lord, that you are able to heal your children. And right now, Lord, we command healing, Lord, to come upon their bodies right now. Because you said, by your stripes, we are not just spiritually healed, but physically healed as well. And thank you, Lord, for the healing that you have given us. Once more, Lord, let this be a reminder always for us that real life is not lived, Lord God, for us or for ourselves, but real life is lived for you. And that, Lord, rest 
and inner peace comes with it, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. The glory belongs to you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Lord, we also want to thank you for your blood that was poured on the cross 2,000 years ago. The blood that cleansed us from all our sins. That there is no small sin and big sin that you cannot cleanse. That, Lord, we can stand in front of you truly amazed and grateful that you have removed, Lord, condemnation away from us and guilt away from us, that we can stand holy and righteous in your sight. Lord, thank you because when the Father is looking at us, we have your righteousness, we have your holiness, and we are truly grateful because your blood has already cleansed us. And Lord, there is no way for the enemy to accuse us anymore. <laughs> Wala na siyang magagawa. Kundi tanggapin ang katotohanan na kami ay malinis na sa inyong harapan. Hindi na po kami, Panginoon, guilty sa aming mga ginawa sapagkat pinatawad niyo na po kami, Panginoon. Thank you, Lord, once more. We pray that we will always be reminded of this, Lord. This we pray in Jesus' name.